Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The good news is that Matt is going to start an OnlyFans. The bad news is that Ubisoft should start an OnlyFans. Listen, if I could start an OnlyFans and make bank, I would do it but I'd make 50 cents a month, maybe. Which 50 would... cents. 50. Just 50. You know what? They'd probably be like, hey, we need you to start paying us, actually. What if they paid you to just delete your account? They're like, $5, and you just never come back. Uh, that's money. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> my plan is to get paid to remove my account. There you go. We got uh, OnlyFans right off the bat. You got some, some OnlyFans... Uh, Advice, not the consultation. I don't know what word I'm looking for. Hey, it's the Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interests, like snapping turtles. I don't. Do you like snapping turtles? I don't really have like a, a, a downside or an upside to a snapping turtle. Okay. Vicious sons of bitches. They are. They're kind of frightening. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're always frightening if you ever see somebody that just decides to chew down on something and bend a metal pipe in half. Yeah. I'd kind yeah. Of, I think I'd they're kind of very like, underestimated. You know, like, people underestimate snapping turtles. A, they're a lot faster than you think they are. Well, that's true. But, I mean, they're not a bear. Yeah, it's true. Well, that makes it almost worse. Because, like, you a see bear? a bear, you clearly like, that's a fucking bear. I need to go. You see a snapping turtle, you're like, oh, it's a turtle, it's cool. Next thing you know, it's fucking on top of you, and it's trying to bite your fucking toes off. It's a weird snapping turtle, man. <laughs> uh, it you, the g- golf course reminded you of snapping turtles? Yes. Reminds me of alligators or crocodiles. Yeah. that's Whatever fair. is frequent in Florida. Yeah. One of the well, two. There you go. There's your difference. (laughs) New York, snapping turtles. Florida, whatever version of reptile they have. Or whatever those birds were that one day on the course. Those things look like they'd fuck something up fierce. You talking like the blue herons? No, no. We were in a, we were in like some golf course in Florida. Bougie. Not really. It would. I, w- I want to say like country club, but it's Florida, so it's in the middle of just this gigantic, like little village. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought you were yeah. gonna say swamp. No, 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 no. I was not in the Everglades. I'm not trying to die. All right. Well, to everybody's Burmese pythons are actually <laughs> in the Everglades now. But no, it was. Uh, I don't know. It, it'd be like dropping one in the most urban 
full area of Syracuse, like houses just on houses on houses on houses, and there's just now a golf course in the middle of all. Yeah, that. yeah, classic. Um, and we're playing, and there's a section of you know woods, which I will find my way into, uh, by my own doing. Yeah, you have Big, that, gotta, that amazing gotta, ability where you hit a golf ball, and it's like, where's the woods? Yeah. I if if they just put the holes in the woods, I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. It'd be, I'd be the best golfer there ever was. <laughs> but no, they don't want to do that for some reason. And I think it was actually my cousin that hit this one into this scenario. And there were like five or something gigantic blackbirds. And the joke would be like black swans. But I don't know. Because I've never seen them before and I've never seen them since. They might have <laughs> just been ghosts. Bird specters. I don't know. I like where this story's going. <laughs> and the ball managed to land in the middle of all. We of got it. some phantom flying freaks right now. Yeah, the triple F's. Because <laughs> I'm spelling a phantom with an F for this. <laughs> <laughs> and the, he hits it, and his ball lands in the middle of this ritualistic circle of black birds. Yeah, I already know your Which fucked. you all, obviously, <laughs> you know how this circle is looking. Backs to the ball. They are now guarding the ball. And so we start to walk towards it like, oh, let's go find your ball. And then we see that. And we see the ball. And we both have the moment where we go, I think you're going to take the drop. (laughs) 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 Because we're not going near whatever that is. Uh, And so we just kind of threw one back out on the course. And we're like, all right, take the stroke. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Get me away from these birds. Uh, Never saw them again. Same course. Never again. Hope to never see him again. I don't know if it was like if you had got within closer, like if there was a kill distance. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. I mean, yeah, I didn't hear any hissing. Honestly, that was a very wise decision you guys made. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't pride myself in a lot of wide wise decisions, but I do pride myself in knowing when I shouldn't die. Yeah, to a bird that may or may not have cloned itself in a circle, or existed in the first place. Yeah. Those fucking soul suckers. You got to watch out for them. It might have just been Dementors kneeling. That's what I was thinking. Just like a bunch of guys in robes all kneeling. Yeah. And I was like, that's a weird five birds. Whatever. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> Strange. Let's leave the area. Uh, well, good if- stories. <laughs> always, always good stories on the Gamers 2 podcast. But if you don't have good stories and you don't have any golf courses to frequent or any blackbirds to dodge. Right, snapping turtles to jump over, then you can play new games. I just want to be clear about the last one. Seems like a terrible idea. Oh, yeah, because then you inevitably trip, fall on your face, the snapping turtle runs up, grabs your fucking eye, rips it out. I was just going to think that you can't jump that high, and it nutsacks the hell out of you. Just. That's, that'd be bad as well. I feel like so what we did. Arguably, be worse than the eye. Oh, did you? Okay, we went with a pincer maneuver. We both had flat metal shovels. Okay. Okay, so hold on. <laughs> I, <laughs> I want to get into the games, but I have to ask now, were you fighting the snapping turtle? So the situation was the snapping turtle has decided to take the high ground. Okay. Well, then it it, it was lost. No, it had assessed (laughs) the strategic situation, the tactical situation of the golf course and determined that the perfect place to hold, to hold its, its ground to, was the bridge on the golf cart lane. 
So, like, you basically, it made, all right, first off, I should say, this snapping turtle, you know, you hear snapping turtle, and it's like, oh, snapping turtle, like, one of the little snapping turtles you can pick up with a hand, and, like, you're like, oh, look at this snapping No, this was a fucking monstrosity, all right? This thing was easily probably had, like, a shell that was a two-foot diameter, and it was massive. Man's living good. Yeah. So he had holed himself up on the only golf cart lane on this bridge. So he essentially, you know, made the golf course impassable at that end of the golf course. Because most people smartly would say, I'm not approaching a snappy turtle that's two feet wide. I need, we need to be clear. He just said most people and smartly in the same sentence. So you know what he's about to do. Yes. So we decided on a pincer maneuver. All right. Myself, Spencer, you met Spencer, worked at the golf course with me. We decided it's all that, the, <laughs> that the best course of action was to do a pincer maneuver from both sides of the of the golf cart lane with flat metal shovels. Just like that day in Nam. I yep. remember it. And uh, we approached slowly and, you know, you kind of just like, you know, oh, he started paying attention to the one. All right. You get the get his attention from the other side and just that back and forth. So we got close enough. Then we both swooped underneath it. And just lifted and threw at the same time, hoping that something catastrophic didn't happen. And one of us ended up with a snapping turtle flying towards us. Also, luckily, we're going to great end of the story. <laughs> luckily, things worked out. The snapping turtle flew off the bridge into the water where it should have been. And, you know, we went on with our days and was like, well, <laughs> that's why I don't have a finger. <laughs> and that's, why, uh, that's why I have the shocker. But that was it. That's Snappy Turtle story. So, new games. What we got? I like that the entire result of that story is not that, like, we fixed the situation. We just temporarily moved it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. At any given point. We're not monsters. Next, We're not trying to kill a snapping Turtle. At any given point, the next golfer will die just from well, the water. you know, it's a love-hate relationship with the snapping Turtle. You see a snapping Turtle that big, you don't want to see it in a dark alley, right? But I wouldn't watching a dark alley. watching old white fat golfers run away from a giant snapping turtle. Glorious time. You could do that all day. Even better if you don't have golf carts. Exactly. <laughs> they're just yanking their clubs behind yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Most of them just you know leave the clubs because you know they're old rich fucks. They don't care. I get nothing. Get I get another set. That's true. That's true. Anyway. Anyways, new video games to play. Like number one, Flash Party. For the PC. Number two, Children of Silent Town. For the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number three, Candria for the PC. Number four, Gatewalkers for the PC. Number five, One Piece Odyssey. For the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. The One Piece. It's real. Uh, Number six, Rogue AI Simulator for the PC. Number seven, Terror of Hamasus. Hamasaurus for the Switch. Number eight, Vengeful Guardian Moon Rider for the PC, PlayStation, and Switch. And number nine, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot for the PlayStation and Xbox. And Kakarot Bardock Alone Against Fate DLC for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Sorry, I'm checking something real quick. Which one are you checking? Are you are you looking up more snapping turtle facts before I? Get I was into the no, I was looking up to see when my game was coming out that uh, I uh, that I kept seeing pop up. 
Answer, not yet. That is correct. The Kickstarter campaign started. Oh, interesting. Well, let's start with number one then, Matt. Forest Ranger Simulator, in case you're curious. Ooh, that sounds like Call of the Wild. Some shit with no guns. All right, yeah. Are you doing number one? I will do number one. I'm shocked. Because as per tradition, we got to get the Microsoft Act, like Activision shit just out of the way. Yes. So Microsoft is fishing for support around its proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard with a new ad in the Washington Post touting its stance on recognizing unions. The ad headlined, A New Year Opens New Door. Offers a message from Microsoft that's co-signed by Communications Workers of America, the, the union that recently worked with QA workers at ZeniMax Media to form Microsoft's first union. Part of the message reads, quote, During 2023, we hope to bring the same agreement and principles to Activision Blizzard, which Microsoft has proposed to acquire, unquote. It was pretty... I, I read more of the ad. Mm-hmm. It was pretty... Propaganda-y? Yes. I was going to say cringy, just because it was so, like... Uh, it was too upfront. Yeah. Like, it was too much. Too uh, on the nose. Also, Google and NVIDIA are the latest companies to weigh in on Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard. People familiar with the matter told Bloomberg that both firms expressed concerns to the FTC that acquiring Activision Blizzard could give Microsoft an unfair advantage when it comes to cloud gaming, subscription services, and mobile gaming. NVIDIA reportedly emphasized the need for equal and open access to games, although did not directly oppose the acquisition. Now, I will tell you that both of these companies arguing any of this is the most <laughs> bullshit thing I've ever heard. NVIDIA tried to buy ARM. Failed. Google backed out of cloud gaming. It has the biggest gaming market, period. Yeah, both of these... Shut up, both should, of you. ...should probably be investigated by the FTC. Yeah. Microsoft going, fine. You want to fuck around? You're going to find out. I do... I do feel like there's going to be a shoe dropping at some point, and it's going to be really satisfying to read about. Or just unbelievably annoying. Yes. Yes, that's true, too. How many more months do we have of this? I, I say we... I, my guess is that we will... This will be clearing up around uh, the fall of this year. That's my guess. Just random shot in the dark. Numero dos. Two. For all you non-Spanish speaking people. That's me. What did you take French? Donde esta la biblioteca? You no, I took Spanish. Spanish. Okay. <laughs> My French stops at <laughs> oh oui oui. It's about there. That's fair. That's all you need to know. And it's offensive, probably. Hmm. A boot? That's my French Canadian. Ooh. You get it? It's a dumb Ooh. joke. Number two, we might as well move right into Activision Blizzard-specific news while we're at it. Activision Blizzard is refusing to voluntarily acknowledge an employee union at its Proletariat Games studio. On the Proletariat Games blog, the company said it began the process to have a formal vote conducted with the National Labor Relations Board, stating that many of its employees would prefer to weigh in on the subject through an anonymous process. Quote, Besides being the fairest option, this also allows employees to get all the information of various points of view. This is an important decision. Everyone deserves some time to process it and to better understand its potential impacts. The proletariat leadership is and has always been pro-worker. 
unquote. Uh, I, so uh, this is their tactic, I guess. Um, you know, part of the workforce votes to unionize, and then they're like, well, let's have everyone vote. And it worked the first time. So did it work the first time? I think it did. I feel like it did. Round two. Yeah. Uh, let's stick with Microsoft and Xbox and just kind of sidestep a little bit. Xbox has detailed more updates designed to make its consoles more sustainable. The first main update is that the Xbox Series S and X consoles will now be automatically set to shutdown mode. What? Xbox insists this uses 20% less, or 20 times, sorry, less power than the sleep mode and does not affect performance, gameplay, or the console's ability to receive overnight updates. The next update will make Xbox the first carbon-aware console. It's aware of carbon, guys. <laughs> the idea is that updates to the console, whether that's uh, game, app, or OS updates, will take place at specific times. These times are to be when a higher proportion of electricity is coming from lower carbon sources via the, the electric grid. What? Xbox has also introduced an active hours mode where those who use the sleep option can set when their console is active, but it will fully shut down once the active hours are done for the day. All these updates will be tested with Xbox Insiders initially before reaching the full Xbox user base. So the naming scheme is kind of annoying because it obviously shut down. Yeah. And I'm assuming based on what I've read that. So they'll have their sleep mode. They'll have shutdown mode. And then they'll have what I'm assuming they're going to refer to as power off. Mm, Yes. Or unplugged. Yes. So, because Hibernate being used in their Windows ecosystem for years is apparently too confusing. You know, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's the part that, like, I don't understand. Hibernate is a thing. Uh, Nate's over here. I hate this. <laughs> uh, I hate that it's carbon aware. Yeah, I hate that. That's even a touting thing. Yeah, I, like you I don't, mean, you could just do that and and like make it part of your. I, it's I, not a sales point to me. Yeah, you you make that in like an earnings call or something when you're doing the things we've done at Microsoft this year. We made it so that our Xboxes mainly will only. I are these features cool? Yes. <laughs> should be we should we be reading an article about them? No, no. But you know what? In our defense, in, you have to suffer too. Yeah, that's right. And we're ramping up slowly. All right, news is slow. Suck it. <laughs> you can't say that looking at that picture of me that is a great picture more people in the world should see that that's why I do have it pointed at you I appreciate it I really enjoy also it. because if I looked at myself like that too much I'd... really what you need to do is well probably Discord's the only social media you have anymore that should be your, your avatar that sounds like an insult for some reason I mean a lot of no. people would construe that as an insult to me it's a compliment <laughs> I've managed to evade everything else. Uh, that should be your avatar. So that could be closer to like my Twitter one, which actually is a picture of me. Okay. But Discord is a picture of a Boomkin. That's fair. That's fair. An Astral Owlkin. I I changed my Discord. I started to get more active on Discord a couple months ago. That's weird. It is. Also explains why you're randomly or like, what do you mean there's roles? <laughs> and for a server, mind you, he's been in for years. I, that's why I was confused. <laughs> and has a role in it. 
Just so we're um, <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, but they were assigned for the most part. They weren't ones where it's like, oh, do this for a role. Um, that's true. That's true. I'd I, be giving them. My my Discord avatar is uh, Domonkashu, which I know that means nothing to you. But it's a Gundam. You know G Gundam that I'm always joking about? Yes, yes. It's yeah. the main guy from G Gundam. And he's smiling and giving a thumbs up. And it's just like, I fucking love it. Every time I see it, it makes me happy. But it's good stuff. Anyways, I guess we should talk. About oh, yeah. That's, that's been your avatar for a while, though. Yeah, a few. Yeah, like yeah, a couple yeah. months, I think. Maybe longer than that. I don't I, know. I, I'm pretty sure it's been longer. Than that. Well, I have no concept of time. <laughs> Matt's had that avatar his whole life. I might have. <laughs> I might have. Uh, oh, gee, Gundam. What a show. That's... So good. Um, number four, right? Yeah, number four. Ooh, getting into the good stuff. Ubisoft has lowered its forecast for the current fiscal year and announced a handful of other moves, signaling a change in strategy for the company. We quit. <laughs> the publisher said it has spent the past four years working on, quote, building long-lasting live games and adapting our strongest franchises. End quote. Like Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, and the Tom Clancy games to match converging trends. But some... Oh, this quote's still going. My bad. But some titles for this investment phase haven't yet launched in recent releases, have not performed as well as expected. End quote. Ubisoft has revised its project slate, announcing the cancellation of three unannounced projects, in addition to the four it had confirmed canceling last July. Skull and Bones has been has also been delayed once again, this time to early in its next fiscal year, which starts in April. The game has been set for a March 9th release prior to this. Also, Ubisoft is looking to cut $250 million off its operating costs in the next two years, quote, through tar- targeted restructuring, divesting some non-core assets, and usual natural attrition, end quote. Ubisoft CEO Yi Gimo said, quote, We are clearly disappointed by our recent performance. We are facing contrasted market dynamics as the industry continues to shift towards mega brands and everlasting live games in the context of worsening economic conditions affecting consumer spending. End quote. I don't know if you want to read the next one before we get into the Ubisoft stuff. Yeah, I'm going to. Okay. Speaking of Ubisoft having it rough. According to Jeff Grubb, a prominent games insider, quote, Ubisoft definitely already did the rounds of proposing acquisitions and mergers with other similar companies, and it mostly got laughed at. It's just too unwieldy. Its strength was its distributed development structure, and now that is an albatross. I hope it tries to ride it out because I think it might hold on to more than might hold wait, might hold on to more people than if it tried to slim down for an M and A. Either way, though, it seems grim. Making games is a rough business, end quote. I don't know if we want to beat a dead horse. But I will make some glue. That's, that's fair. The uh, Again, this goes back to conversations we've had last year and the year before that. Give me the role and full ownership of Ubisoft and I can fix your problem. You're not going to like it. But so I can fix you. Uh Gima, his quote at the end really annoyed me when I read that because he's trying to blame the market and everybody else for yeah, their failures. That and um 
he says that the the industry continues to shift towards mega brands and everlasting live games. And to a certain extent that's true. But it's not like a that's all you can make to make money is everlasting live service games. God of War. Red Dead Redemption. Elden Ring. Like they're all and not and- to mention the hundreds of indie games that have been like wild success stories yeah and you literally if we're talking about live games it kind of seems weird eve if we want to talk about rainbow six yeah honestly the the multiple battle royales you tried to start tom clancy's ghost recon twice what's also crazy is if anything If anything, the he's been the, doing live games since know, 2013. Right? Yeah, and if anything, the live service games aren't successful. Out of their hands, yeah. Even the ones that they don't use, they they don't that aren't them aren't super Assassin's successful. Assassin's Creed is getting made into a mega live service game. Yeah. Oh, Eve. It's just it's just frustrating. Like, I don't think you can argue at this point that the that the problem with Ubisoft is clearly the leadership. Which is unfortunate because we all love, you know, to say Yigimon's name. Who doesn't love a good Yigimon? But because <laughs> I picture him, even though he doesn't have one, twirling his mustache. Yeah. So I'm as, I'm kind of assuming at this point they're gonna start lopping off studios and selling them or selling like they're gonna they they can't survive in the current guys in the current position. So they either and they're not gonna. They're not going to change their course, obviously. No, the, so there's, there's multiple they're going to start problems. slimming down. It is it is going towards the iceberg and refusing to change. No, they just fucking poured on more, more coal. Yeah, we got more go steam. We got to go faster. Yeah, because if we go faster, we can slingshot around it. Yeah, that'll work. It's not how icebergs work, Eve. Clearly, you did not watch Titanic. But they also 25th anniversary remastered version coming out. Of Titanic? Yeah. Weird. That is kind of weird. Oh, I got a weird one for you at the very end of this. Speaking of weird, speaking of movies. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways. But yeah, so there's a lot of like, I don't know. There's a lot of things that we said. We've beaded that horse, though. It, it's We've discussed it all before. Mm-hmm. Give I me mean, control and let me just kill off things that won't make you money. I'm of two minds. It's very I'll sad. A, I'll pull a PlayStation. We're putting every studio on one game. There we go. <laughs> Everybody else I have, support studios for that studio. Until you get your shit together. Until you can um, prove otherwise. <laughs> I'm of two minds. I'm extremely sad because they did. They do have a lot of franchises that I like. They have a lot of franchises. You want to know what the worst part of all this is? Do we talk about it in short stuff? Uh, which one were we talking? Which one are you referencing? Oh, Skull and Bones. No, we don't. No, Skull and Bones got delayed again. No, it was in there. It was in the short stuff. Yeah. Well, screw it. I'm no, gonna... it was in. It was in the article that I read. Oh, well, it wasn't all right. I wasn't listening. Yeah. So fine. Skull and Bones got delayed again. Obviously, no shit like that. Could have yep. called called that from seventeen years ago, before the game even was a twinkle in Eve's eye. Uh, the <laughs> other joke. Is Ubisoft some Ubisoft followed by some random country? I think it was a European country. Camera who's Belgium, maybe their Twitter account tweeted out 
Sam Fisher's splinter goggles. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you can't do that. You guys can't even make it one game now. You can't even save yourselves with saying you're going to do that because you're already screwed. I mean, so many other things up. That's the most frustrating part, though, is that they do have things that could just make them quick cash and should be easy for them. Prince of Persia remake of Sands of Time. All the remakes they could do. Prince of Persia. Splinter Cell. Someone posted on the on one of the gaming subreddits the joking, like, you know, break glass in case of emergency meme. And it was, you're going to hate this. It was Assassin's Creed Black Flag 4 remastered. Oh, so they're, they're first off, they're boronic. Uh, so that's sad. Remaster <laughs> 1. Remaster Division. Pull a page out that's of Naughty Dog's like, book. Run Division 1 remake back. They rem- did it with Last of Us. Remake some games. Remake some games. Do them better. Do them slightly better. You wouldn't even have to fucking try that hard. Beyond Good and Evil 2. And would would people be angry about it? Yes. Ghost Recon Advance Would Warfighter. people buy them? Yes. Like, they're just easy just to get your feet planted again. And then once you, you know, you have a cushion, your your team can actually put out a game on fucking time and, and finish. And then you could be like, ah, what are some new cool things we could try? Sequel to Phoenix Rising. And put some fucking promotion be- or some marketing behind it. Yeah, that's that's been a massive. They've come out with probably seven or not seven. Seven's too many. There's at least four games I can think of that they came out with in the last two years, and there has been more marketing for games that get delayed than the ones that have come out. Yep. What's so hilarious what too is now they at the same time as this news was coming out, they tried to you know, like, bury it by coming out, by talking about Assassin's Creed Mirage. Why? And no one picked up on it because everything they were saying was, like, your typical marketing horseshit. Like, the game's gonna be better, it's gonna be denser, and it's like, you know, all that normal shit. All your good buzzwords. Yeah. Because density is, by the way, what killed Assassin's Creed Unity. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was so dense, they literally couldn't load everything in the game. Yeah. Uh, so great, love it. Sad to see it happen. That being said, it's still going to be wildly entertaining to see how it plays out. R.I.P. to Ubisoft. Maybe. I mean, I'm just, I'm just this, saying it now. I'm saying yeah. it now. What's, I'm going to start doing the eulogy, and you and I will dress in suits like we're going to awake <laughs> when it happens. What'll be What'll be interesting. Well, that's the that's the the potential silver lining or or the potential outcome that could it be dies. cool is Ubisoft does go the way of the dodo, but then all these franchises end up in someone uh, more capable hands. Bold move, or less capable hands. You never that's know. That's reality. <laughs> because you know whose hands they won't be in, Matt. Yours, good man. He knows. I try to make you happy. <laughs> I do nothing but slave at this podcast <laughs> for you. Uh, number six. My wife hates me <laughs> because she hates you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number six. According to Bloomberg, Apple plans to have its long-awaited AR Slash VR headset spearhead its 2023 product lineup. Nate's fucking can't wait. He's salivating at the mouth. He's like, give me that Apple. 
I want Tim Cook's balls in my mouth. <laughs> what is wrong with me? The outlet. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I have an immediate problem with this entire story, but can, I got to let you finish first. Uh, the outlet said the headset has been in development for seven years. And Apple is hoping to announce it in the spring with a launch date in the fall. The headset will likely be called the Reality Pro and will ditch iOS and macOS in favor of its own XROS. A handful of third-party developers are already said to be working on the hardware in order to line up the first wave of apps. They're going to buy one, obviously. I... <laughs> I would be tempted if I got one to break over my knee. <laughs> I This is tangentially related, as we do on this podcast. The anniversary of the um, first iPhone uh, launch or announcement was a couple days ago. And it, it popped up on Reddit, and that's the only reason why I realized it. And someone had linked... Um, the... Like, you don't celebrate it every year. Oh, yeah. Hey, dude, I fucking... I get out my picture, Steve Jobs. I put some fucking flowers around it i pull out the lotion and i just start going at it you know what i mean not even an apple fan he fucking uses jobs instead of wasnia what a loser <laughs> real apple fans like steve jobs <laughs> no <laughs> no real apple fans like steve wasniak uh jobs is that commercial shininess that distracted everybody Anyway, well, I watched the... the same way that real Microsoft fans like Steve Ballmer. Shit, <laughs> 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 oh, okay. I wish that was on a video. <laughs> um, I watched the iPhone conference that Steve Jobs did. Uh, the first one. And, you know... All the jokes are warranted for Steve Jobs and the iPhone and the Apple, but I have to say his his product announcements were oh they were top notch they, they were, were top they notch. were they were great they were high quality production you know they were everything that you what was great about them was they were like they weren't they were short yeah they were short and to the point here it is there it is this is what it does all right cool right, go talk to somebody else for questions I'm not doing them right now that's that's almost hundred <laughs> percent what it is but anyways tangent. So, to pull us back to the problem with the the Apple yeah, AR. Apple headset, AR VR, AR VR. Apple notoriously shit for its store. Mm-hmm. Well, what the hell are you gonna make now when all the VR AR apps are developed for not you? That's um, that's the million dollar, billion dollar, trillion dollar question. It's a lot of dollars. Because, um, you know, the hardware will be fine, I'm sure. Yeah, it's I'm sure Apple. That, it'll be, it'll, it'll be, be fine. fine. It'll but be fine. it won't. Be, but will it? Here's first generation. It might have some crazy cool features. It, it might have something groundbreaking. Will it have the same moronic? And this is me. Just I'm going to piss every Apple fan off right now. Is it going to have the same? Bullshit fandom. Yes. That, like, the AirPods have. Oh, yeah. 100%. Where there's just going to be a bunch of moronic people. <laughs> I, I'm not going to describe them because I, I would feel get, like he's attacking. It's going to get bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just buying, like, 
like Black Friday type of thing where it was like the whole Beats by Dre, which was the before the oh, before yeah. the AirPods I, and well before I, the AirPod Pros were a thing because Beats was partnered with Apple, every fanboy bought terrible quality headsets and Beats by Dre. I think it'll hundred uh, percent depend on the price. Well, no, I don't think so. Actually, well, I don't think it will because people line up for fifteen hundred dollar iPhones. Yeah, so it's going to be a yes to no answer. Are you going to get the crazy Beats crowd? No. Are you going to get the crazy Apple crowd? Oh yeah. The people who like defend like the fifteen hundred dollar monitor stand type people. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And tell me that the cheese grater looks good mm-hmm. and the trash can looks good. Oh yeah. And yeah. And it. The people that think that Apple doesn't enslave small children to make their phones. Oh, it's every company. No, I know, I know, but like they try to pretend like they don't do it. Yeah. Um, Steve Jobs wouldn't ever want that. This one for me is the. Does Apple still have it? That's what this product. It's is. It's true because it is their first foray into a truly new technology. Yeah. And I, I say that a hundred percent. Like so, well, you you don't you don't have an iPhone. I'm assuming you mess with Apple products at work, maybe a little bit. I made a little bit, but I have a I have a specific opinion about Apple when it comes to technology. But. Yeah, so you avoid it. Well, not not just the avoid, but I mean, like, how they actually develop things. Mm-hmm. I've been using... I've had my iPhone, obviously. And, um... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I've always been a big fan of of the iPhone and, and how it works and everything like that. But this past this iPhone that I've had, they have fucking lost their touch with software. 
it's so buggy. And this phone can't manage man- manage memory worth shit. And it could be just be this phone. Like, this particular, the, the 12 mini is objectively worse than all the other. Like, the 13 mini is, like, they just made a lot of dumb mistakes on it. Mm-hmm. But they have definitely gotten way worse with their product development than they used to be. So, my thing with their product development, going back for a while, is there are not many... Oh, this is going to be... I'm going to piss somebody off. Because I'm not fact-checking myself when I say this. So, there are not many things I can think of that they have truly been at the forefront of in terms of a device where they've been at the forefront maybe of like a certain feature, but not a device. Like, no, they're not the first person making an AR VR headset. They're not the first person that made a tablet. They're not the first person that made a phone. They're not the first person that made an iPod. Well, I mean, the first person that made an iPod, technically, yes, that is them. But, like, the first person that made an MP3 player, not them. The well, I mean, person the... that made the, the stylus that was used and touted from them it wasn't them either. It was Microsoft. But, like, there's a bunch of things that they, they've always been able to go, hey, really nice idea, basically small indie company. Let us put a pristine Apple touch on it. And it does come out very nice. They make it very, like, layman, simple, beautiful, and uh, people eat it up. I think in the modern era AirPods, same same category. Headphones, same category. I think in the modern era of Apple, the only product that they have had that has been, like, you know, a first. And even then, it probably isn't, is is the iPod. It's not. It's not the first MP3 player. No. It's the first. Um, obviously, it's the first iPod because literally it is their product. But, like, there were other MP3 players. And I don't think there is. And we actually, I went through this t- today, actually, where we were going it's through so and looking weird. up the first. It's so stuff. weird when we do this. So, the, we first, talking about this the first capacitive touchscreen was an LG Prada that came out in December of 2006. And everybody remembers that. The iPhone <laughs> came out in January of 2007. Yeah. So it beat it by a month. Obviously, they were the products were developed concurrently. So like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But once everybody starts developing, usually at some point, it's just, yeah. it can be mm-hmm. like first to market and yada, yada. But like, there are a lot of things that they are not first on. Now, do they do a, did they at the time for quite a while do a lot of things better? Mm-hmm. Yes. But there's been a lot of times where the bad fanboys have been like they're the first ones i'm like no they're literally not it's not hard to no find they're out. definitely not the first in things i but mean that's do they... it's like with the vr headset it's been years now that we've had them so they've had a lot of chance to see what's failed what hasn't failed yeah. yada yada so th- they could do their apple touch where they have mm-hmm. a refined yeah they take thing they take a product idea and essentially mainstream it they make it mainstream yeah. consumable by the mainstream which is what Oculus has been trying to do. So can they cut into Oculus's market share? No. Like, that's their target. Their target can't be HTC, and their target can't be uh, Microsoft for, like, the HoloLens. Like, it's not. It can't be those. Those are too high-end for where the The problem with Apple is you can't really... It's hard to judge their... It's hard to judge their market potential because they'll never make a product that will compete with... with um. Meta, Oculus, where we're calling them, 
Uh, I forgot. I honestly forgot they were. No, it's fine. <laughs> because they'll never make a product that's as cheap as the Quest. Right. But, but people anything still, they come out with, people will still go crazy. People for will it. still buy. They have that fucking Nintendo problem. Well, it's not really a problem, but you, they have that. Yeah, annoying. They have the, they have the Nintendo problem called how many? How do, where do I put all the money that the trucks are driving in every yeah. day? Tim Cook's doing backflips, Scrooge McDuck style, into a pool of gold coins. It's forty percent smaller now. He took a forty percent pay cut. <laughs> I didn't say he was diving into his own money. He was diving into their cash surplus that we know they have, which is in yeah, the billions. Yeah, they're they're two hundred billion dollars and yeah, flush cash. Yeah, that he swims naked through, and we all know it. He skinny dips in a pool of lies. <laughs> it's a pool of lies. No, so long story short, this is like the does Apple still have it uh, product for me because it's going to be the first new product in a very long time, and. Um, Everything they've come out with really recently has been unimpressive and or just not what Apple stuff used to be. Yeah. So here we go. Let's see what happens. Anyway, let's move on because I don't want to talk about Apple anymore. So instead, let's talk about the Chinese. Number seven, (laughs) the Chinese government is poised to take shares in Tencent. As reported by the Financial Times, the golden shares are business operations that allow regulators to be involved in tech firms. They are usually 1% of a company and come with the ability to vote on crucial business decisions. Sources familiar with the matter said that the stake would be in one of Tencent's main China divisions. The Financial Times described the golden shares as a larger effort to oversee tech giants within the country. I want that ability to just walk up to a company and be like, I'm taking 1% of you. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. I also had to uh, stop myself from reading golden showers instead of shares. Okay. Just saying. Okay. I actually had the same problem. Yeah, you try to palm that off on me like I'm the only one in the room with the issue. Listen, I watch I watch a lot of anime. I have way I don't worse want to, no, stop mental gymnastic stop issues. It. I saw a gif I almost sent you. Oh, remember no. the oh, anime no. we were How talking do, about? The the tangents, the tangents. You know the anime you remember you remember the anime we were talking about the girls fighting with their with yeah, their yeah, body yeah, parts? Yeah. yeah. It was a gif of a, of one of the girls knocking out another girl with an uppercut from her boob. I could only hope. Yes. That's the way I want to go out. Uh, I, I honestly don't even think I'd be mad. <laughs> I'd just be like, you know what? I That's understand. fair. Yeah. I, I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> you single? <laughs> <laughs> oh, kill me. Number eight. Well, you know, we keep doing these stories, and eventually you'll die just out of how terrible they are. D&D drama. Middle middle of the the story about Activision Blizzard on my 85th birthday, and I just collapse. (laughs) D&D drama. A leaked new agreement drafted by Wizards of the Coast, the Hasbro subsidiary that owns D&D, threatened to tighten the open games license that has been in place since the early 2000s. It would grant WOTC the ability to, quote, make money off these products without paying the person who made it, end quote. And companies that make over $750,000 will have to sh- start paying Hasbro a 25% cut of their earnings. More than 66,000 fans signed an open letter addressed to Hasbro, D&D Beyond, and Wizards of the Coast, expressing disgust at the proposed changes. D&D personality Ginny D, or Ginny Die, you know? I have no idea. We're going to go with Die. Sounds cooler. 
Jenny Dye tweeted that people should cancel their D&D Beyond subscription in order to send a clear message to Wizards of the Coast regarding what the fan base thinks. According to io9's sources, it worked. Upper management at the company was scrambling to adjust their messaging around the situation, leading to the delays in the OGL release. Uh, earlier today, Wizards of the Coast released a statement saying that the company is reversing its position on the OGL to protect, quote, educational and charitable campaigns, live streams, cosplay, end quote, and other content created by community men members. It has also announced that the redrafted agreement will not include any royalty structure or the license back provision that some people were afraid was a means for us to steal work. I like that they say, like, some were afraid as if we weren't planning on doing that when, uh, hello, we've watched corporate America and corporate world exist. That's 110% what was going to happen. Oh, yeah, for sure. I thought it was, I was actually really impressed by the fact that, um, I mean, I guess it makes sense. The D&D community is, is tight-knit. Yes. I guess it's a good way to put it. So, I guess if one of their most prominent voices says, hey, cancel your membership, send a message, a yeah. lot of people are going to do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, the last thing they would have needed was, like, Critical Role going live last night and going, get rid of it. That would have been, like... That would have been, like... <laughs> I would have liked to... If they did that, I would have loved to have seen numbers. Because it oh, probably yeah. would have been, like... They're like, oh, cool, we're Something going to unheard of where it's, like, 85% of the people canceled. Yeah. It <laughs> basically just lighting the campfires, man. Yeah. Wires again. I mean, door. that's crazy. I get the idea of, like... Well, it's corporate America, obviously. They're like, oh, let's make money, let's make money, let's make money. But who in charge would look at this and be like, oh, that's not going to torpedo our entire, like, that's not going to just completely ruin everything we've created. The executive jock who hates nerds. Nerds. I'll sing the Bo Burnham song. And you know, you do you. The nerd song. You know, you know that one, right? You have to. Anyway. Number <laughs> nine. I'd have to hear it. The spastic. I'm not saying the rest of it. Okay. I tried. There's some probably, I tried, guys. It's, it's early boast. There's some stuff I probably can't say. Oh, that's true. Number nine. Former Forza 5. Problematic. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> He's a problem. That Aladdin costume's in my mother's attic. <laughs> good. Should go watch it. Oh, God, so, so good. Number nine, former Forza Horizon 5 developers have left Playground Games to announce Maverick Games, a new AAA development studio already working on their first title. Maverick Games founder Mike Brown, former Playground's creative director, released a statement alongside the studio's announcement how, highlighting what will be the studio's main priorities. Quote, Our goal is for Maverick Games to be a studio people will love. For players, we're already at work on an exciting, ultra-high-quality title. And for developers, we're building a home where everyone is encouraged to take risks, be curious, be creative, be innovative, be themselves, and above all, be a maverick. Ugh. Who's going to be your goose? That's the other studio. Uh, That's their sister studio. Goose Games. I think there is a studio called Goose Games. Probably. Fuck. This is getting so, weird. All right, I guess we'll see what comes out of that. I don't really have anything else about it. So. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, it's a classic, like, we exist. Yep. Good cool. for you. Go make a game, fucking nerd. Pick it up, <laughs> nerd. Uh, I think about that like at least once a week. Oh, just, there's. It was just. I. 
constantly at work if I hear anything drop. I immediately want to yell it, but I don't know if everybody's going to like People attack are still, me. What the fuck? We're all nerds, duh. <laughs> Which one of us is he talking to? Is he talking to himself? <laughs> there's those people. <laughs> Just walking through the hall and they're having a full conversation and there's nobody else around him. And I'm like, okay, you do you. The, uh, I, I have like a whole like area, cubicle area to myself. And I have a lot of spare desks. And so they decided to move someone over there from the night, night team. And uh, she talks to herself sometimes, and that's it. it I half the time I'd well, like because from the night team, she's probably normally alone. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I half the time I don't know if she's talking to me or if she's talking to herself, so it's just really weird. Because half the time I have most of the time I have headphones in, so yeah, I'm yeah. like constantly pausing it, being like, "What? What? You know, like I I've done it where I mean, my boss sits a little bit further away than you and I are right now mm-hmm. next to me, and I've had my headphones in or whatever, and I'll. She'll be in a full conversation with me that I'm not aware of is happening. Mm. And then we'll get to, a, I'll get to a point where I can feel her looking at me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and then she's just like, oh, I didn't even, I, I've had my headphones. Like, you see them. And she's like, didn't even notice. Anyway, here's the quick summer. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it's just this. Okay. All right. Cool. See you later. That's kind of the downside to the whole wireless earbuds thing is that it's so ubiquitous now is that the word is that the right way to use that word sure why not that people just ignore the fact that you have headphones in and just start talking to you yeah it's like no motherfucker i'm listening to something like yep anyways do you think you're more important than my not hearing you talk you think you're more important than my biography of general curtis lemay so, do you know anything about the Pacific Theater? Exactly. Come at me, bro. Um, name their favorite album. <laughs> <laughs> Kill the Japanese. No. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, it's like half a Zoolander quote. <laughs> Number ten, Blizzard. Again. Has detailed World of Warcraft Dragonflight content update 10.0.5. Oh, I don't know why we're talking about this, but okay, go ahead. Well, it's it's WoW news, bro. Sure. I mean, you don't have to put it in there just for me. It's tradition. Know. Every last thing has to be about WoW. <laughs> just every talk. <laughs> we just going to start weaving in patch notes into the fucking podcast. <laughs> That's essentially what this is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, the first content update for the game's latest expansion. The expansion's first major update will arrive this month on January 24th with the new Trading Post feature going live a week later on February 1st. With the introduction of this new feature, players can complete monthly activities to earn currency towards gearing their characters in cosmetic transmogs, pets, and mounts. New items and activities will be introduced every month beginning February 1st in Orgrimmar and Stormwind. Also introduced with this new content update is a new Primal Storm event, the Storm's Fury. In addition, the new patch will allow players to expand their wardrobes with common and poor quality gear. Why would you want to do that? For aesthetics? Yeah, that literally, that's what that, that's what exactly what I'm that assuming, means. obviously, I haven't played WoW in a, in a long time. I almost added something that was not <laughs> kosher to say. <laughs> 
Uh, and good night. <laughs> I'm assuming your wardrobes are like literally like your transmog. Like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. All right, there you go. Yeah, the good news is I literally don't have anything to discuss because those are just facts. So yeah, see them when they come out. What's the state of WoW? Good. Good. That's good. Let's talk about some quick things here. Like Xbox. Sex life. What? I'm pretty sure I make that joke every, like, three to four weeks. <laughs> Just the, it's the recurring, like, uh, beginning of the month. Anyway, I finish quick. <laughs> <laughs> Aha! Gotcha. <laughs> Just shooting double guns at people, like, hey, I uh, should go to hymns. <laughs> We're not sponsored. Get that. Game Pass. Are they the ones with the... Um... Hymns is the ED, man. Yeah, but are they the ones that have, like, the sensitivity cream or whatever? Maybe. I don't know. It's been a while since I've heard one of their Yeah, ads. one of them's got... Uh... Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it was a John Boy thing. A John Boy ad was the first time I heard it. Well, they are. They do have hymns. Yeah, so much. Well, it's, it's either that or Roman. Because mm. you got to be Roman ready. Yeah, it might be Roman. Because are you like, Roman ready, Matt? Never. Like our quick full paragraphs. That Limp I'm is f- a wet noodle. All, all right. Time. Number one, Xbox in Bethesda. <laughs> oh, what a segue. <laughs> Has scheduled a developer direct for January 25th. Mojang Studios, Zenimax Online Studios, and Arcane Austin are among the game developers to appear. Interesting. Fascinating. Zenimax Online, huh? What are we talking about, boys? Elder Scrolls what Online. What are we talking about? Star Wars The Old Republic, you say? <laughs> uh, number two, related to the previous, Xbox Germany said that we will get release dates related to The Elder Scrolls Online, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and Redfall. A rumor suggested that Redfall may be ready by May 2nd. No, it won't. I don't even... Number three. I took a poll of three people at work if they cared about Redfall, and that was a big negative. Did they all go, what is that? Yes, basically. Yeah, it was like, Redfall, which one's that? Number three, a report from... I just I, I want you to do that from now on. We're going to use your work as the barometer for what we discuss, <laughs> and you just walk around to people with new games and go, hey, have you heard of all the stuff happening at Ubisoft? And they go, no. What stuff? And you go, have you heard of Skull and Bones? And when they say... No, do you mean the <laughs> HBO show? You go never mind. <laughs> or or the the uh, my favorite wasn't that canceled? Oh, that's always <laughs> a good one. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of Beyond and Good and Evil too? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what Joseph Gordon Levitt's project was called? What was the FMV game that had Elijah Wood? Digging deep, man. No, no, I know. I'm just cutting. I'm just. Doing layer of a layer of Ubisoft. He's an onion. What was the name of the uh, rollerblading game from Ubisoft? What was the name of their Battle Royale that was free-to-play? What was that? Hyperscape. Hyperscape. Roller Champions was the one. Yeah, roller. I knew Roller Champions, the Hyperscape one. I couldn't think of it. Anyway, number- that, that one's done, right? Hyperscape? Hyperscape? Yeah, they turned still- it, yeah. Okay. Number three, a report from Data.ai says that mobile consumer game spending hit $110 billion in 2022. The figure represents a decrease of 5% year over year, and China led with $42 billion of that spending, <laughs> followed by the U.S. at $24 billion. 
They sure those do are like rookie numbers. U.S. You got to pump up those. Numbers. <laughs> they sure do like their mobile gaming. Yeah, they do. Number four, Saudi Arabia has increased its stake in Nintendo to six percent. Creeping up there. Number five, Deep Rock Galactic. Hey, Dewey has sold five point five million units since launch. That's a lot. It is. Number six, John Smedley will be leaving Amazon Games. As reported by Bloomberg, the studio head's exit has been attributed to the game division's struggles. What struggles? What game studio? (laughs) (laughs) Number seven, in the UK, the number of active game companies has grown by over 31% since 2016. Number eight, Frontier Development said F1 Manager 2022, the debut title in a new annual sports franchise, had underperformed with over 600,000 units sold so far. Across PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. But you also came out and said specifically you stopped developing for it. So why would people buy it? I know, right? Number nine, Piranha Games CEO Russ Bullock went on a podcast where he quietly announced that a new standalone Mech Warrior game is in development and will be announced later this year. Number ten, Counterplay Games released the source code and game assets for its free-to-play collectible card game turn-based strategy hybrid duelist, which had been sunset in early 2020. Solid move from them. Number 11, according to Tom Henderson, the PS5's 7.0 firmware update will include the ability to stream PS5 games instead of downloading them, tied to, obviously, a PS Plus Premium, and full-fledged Discord integration. Number 12, there was a gameplay video leak of Atomic Heart. It's 14 minutes, and it's that single fight that you've seen over and over again. Number 13, speaking with Variety, film director John Carpenter suggested that a Dead Space movie is in the works. Because who doesn't like horror in space? Number 14, Paramount Plus has ordered an eight-episode run of the Dungeons & Dragons live-action TV series. Man, that's weird timing. Number 15, The Last of Us HBO series is getting a companion podcast hosted by Troy Baker alongside Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin. And if anybody cares about that, good for you. Number 16, according to Deadline, Ridley Scott is making Gladiator 2. The movie will be a sequel about Lucius, the son of Lucius. (laughs) Shit, I lost it. According to Deadline, Ridley Scott is making Gladiator 2. The sequel will be about Lucius, the son of Lucilla, and nephew to Commodus in the first movie. Did I get those names correct? Commodus. Commodus. Shit. Two M's. That makes sense. You see there's also some, like, Idris Elba thing called, like, Luther or something? Yeah. Um, have he, you have you he heard made, of Luther? Uh, not Prior right. to this? Not really. I feel like it sounded familiar, but then I couldn't place it, so I, it's so a, I figured It's a no. British show. Okay. It's a British show. I think it ran for three seasons, two, maybe two seasons. I watched the first season, and I think I started the second season and never finished it, but it was good. It's just an old... It's like it was one, from when... Yeah, yeah. It was earlier in his career. Yeah. I just saw the like the quote about it potentially having... He thought it had like James Bond level of... Like, yeah staying power or something and i was like what it could like that was kind of i remember having the distinct feeling that when i was watching it that it was kind of a little ahead of its time i have a feeling that i've probably seen like one episode and like what's that and then like luther then i was like okay and then i never i never saw it again it was the name sounded familiar but i couldn't it was a little darker scene in my head at all it was a little bit darker of a show and i it was like kind of before you know, everything being dark and gritty was like mainstream. Oh, my boys. So pushing that forefront of the dark and gritty. Anyway, the joke is that it's been seven days. I know what you're gonna say. You haven't been up to much unless I'm wrong. Uh nothing video game related. That's so are sure. you looking forward to anything video game related? I'm gonna switch it up. 
Because we all know what I've been doing. It's been the same for yeah. 18 months. Um, What was the thing you looked up before when the Kickstarter started? That was that was the Forest Ranger simulator. Oh, okay. Which okay. was more of a joke. Fuck you, that is. Uh, well, you know. I'm dressing up like the Forest Ranger, and you're going to dress up like Yogi, and I'm going to have a picnic basket. <laughs> picnic basket. Um, <laughs> oh, I got a picnic basket. Well, Dead Space is coming out at the end of January. It is the end of January. That's um, that's a solid maybe. The 27th, I believe. You are correct. As Thank per you. normal. As the cards dictate. Yeah, it's going to go to his head. It's going to go really big. It's all right. Um, that I'm not right. talking about. <laughs> wow. Hello. Um, go back to the conversation earlier, and now it's not. Hims. Uh, <laughs> all the free money we could get. Harry now, Potter, Dead Space. February. Dead Space is probably the first uh, chronologically that I might partake in. Uh, Harry Potter for sure. I don't know how that's going to play out because that might be more of a... Um, you might not have a choice. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, definitely I don't have a choice. I'm just not sure like who's going to be the will active you, well, I say, will you even participant. Pl- will you even get to play? You know what I mean? Just yeah. Sure. I'm curious how it's going to go. I'm, I have a feeling it's going to be like uh, she has to be present at all of times. Course. And yeah, it's going to yeah. be like a back and forth situation, which I'm, I'm game for. I think that could be neat. Um, I think that would help help you actually finish a game. Uh, for sure. I mean, when you when the major roadblock becomes a, a motivator, then your haters become your motivators. Are, yeah, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> um, just picture you getting ready to sit down with a game, to sit sit down with, to play a game, and you just have the shirt on that says "My haters are my motivators," <laughs> and you're just like, "Yeah, let's go." Fine, honey. What does that shirt mean? Shut up. You're the one. <laughs> ah, yes, motivation. That's um, I mean that's it for the immediate future. I don't really look that that past that. I mean, obviously, the only other game that I can think of that I'm like really looking forward to whenever it does come out is probably like maybe Starfield. That's this year. Um, ooh, I do kind of want to replay Star Wars, uh, Fallen Order before the second one comes out. Really. Yeah, I don't know. You don't want to just watch a recap video? Eh, I don't know. I kind of want to just for... I mean, hey, you do you. I'm not going to... I'm going to question you while you do it, but you do you. I do want to play High on Life. Um, You've been saying you wanted to play Stray, too. Stray. I mean, Stray, I High on Life, I want to play. Stray, I'd like to play, but, like, I'm not going to be... High on Life's on Game Pass for a dollar. Yeah, I already have. I already signed up for it. Just never fucking... Sorry, <laughs> That's about to pay nine ninety nine. And other than that, it's just um, just riding the wave, you know, seeing where seeing where life takes me, where the ocean still tells you you must go, where the uh, ocean dictates. Yeah, where the ocean dictates a lot of it, and then we'll see where like the house purging and reorganizing goes, because that'll be like the sim racing stuff. Yeah, and then like, here comes Mata de Santa Corsa. Yeah, and all I I show up to the house because Sam's. Like, I do want to do. Get, you need to come get him. And all I hear is nothing but initial D well, blasting through the house. And the going, big thing I want to do is I want to do a hot lap thing with the with the board. Oh, I, yeah, to go back to the old hot lap days where yeah, you know, we, well, not you, only not only a Top Gear reference, which yeah. is a beautiful Top Gear reference, but also I we've talked about it multiple times on this podcast. The uh, I don't even remember the game the name of the game. Now I was gonna say Project Cars. That's not it. Drive Club, Drive Club, mm-hmm. Drive Club hot laps. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Dude, hot, hot hot lap board. Who? Yeah, the house. I mean, it's, it's people 
come over, you know, well, well, you gotta, you gotta fucking, earn gotta your, put a lap in. Earn your, earn yeah. your place. Yeah. Get a wrestling belt. We could do that. We could do for, a trophy. For I'll 3D one. print something. I don't know. For number one. Yeah. 3D, 3D print, just a giant gold belt buckle. Yeah. <laughs> just, It'll be a wheel rim of some kind. Yeah, yeah. With a spinner. <laughs> it just says number one. Yeah. Uh. Hey, lady. No, yeah. you like that? Yeah. Hot lap. <laughs> Hot lap champion. <laughs> That's it for me, though. Nobody's, nobody's faster than me. <laughs> I did finish another book, the first book of the year, finished, which was the reference that I made during the podcast and the biography of General Curtis LeMay. So um, what's next? I don't know. Which dead general? I don't know. You know what I'm actually waiting for? So, uh, Dan Carlin's supposed to drop his next podcast soon, so gotcha. I might wait to see what it is, and then and then go with something related if it's interesting to me. If not, I don't know. I need to break it up, though. I think I think we got to step away from World War Two, and then maybe go to something fiction or something. A little fancy. I was, yeah, I was actually going to look at because um, Henry Cavill's doing the the Warhammer 40k I was like oh I'll look into Warhammer 40k there's a lot of yeah I'm gonna have to hard pass on that yeah too many books and I like that's cool and if you're into that I respect you a ton <laughs> it's cool if you're into it. <laughs> it's cool and if you're into that I respect you a ton but I can't like I don't like to ju- I don't want to jump into something that I know I'll never be able to even come close to like knowing. Yeah, because like I see it pop up on Humble Bundle a lot, mm-hmm. like just Warhammer books. Yeah, and the bundles are thirty something bucks. I'm like, holy shit! And they're different every time. I'm like, how much is there? And then it's just it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And bigger. Yeah, there's something like um, if you include Warhammer 30k because that's a thing. Didn't know that was a guy. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to tell you that. If you include, which it is part of the 40k, obviously. It's like over 500 books. And that doesn't include the audio dramas or the short stories or the omnibuses. That's just normal novels. What? So, yeah. Like, WoW is pretty vast. Mm-hmm. Not even that close. WoW is, I think, like 50-something books. Yeah. At most. Yeah. I mean, that's... Including short stories. The only thing that's like, like Star Wars, if you talk about the expanded universe stuff, it might be pushing 300 novels, but even then it's like, yeah, which is still a lot. That's still a lot, but, but it's, still not, it's not, it's yeah. not double that, you know, like Jesus. Anyways, what are you been up to? I've been doing the same thing as always. Just moving forward. Uh, my next book, I have it. I just need to download it is uh, The Last Witcher. Oh, yeah. Lady of the Lake. Lady of the Lake, yep. Last one to get through. Just we'll see. I got you know, I got stuff I gotta read and whatever. But mm-hmm. that's the last one to, to finish off the series. Yeah. I, don't, I don't how do you how do you When did you finish the last one? Or the the you know, second to last well, one? Oh a while ago. A while ago. Probably like six months ago. Okay. That'll be interesting. I remember where everything ends. I think I mean once you start it, it'll yeah it'll it'll kick back in. Yeah. I remember where like she's in the other realm talking to the person that's been waiting for her. uh 
Garrels out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All that fun stuff. For sure. Yeah, and still getting punted. Yep. So, yeah. Let's have all loose ends. A lot of loose ends. And I did finish, I think, I don't remember if we talked about it or not, but I, I well, we talked about it off the podcast, but I did finish uh, Rings of Power. Oh, yeah. One, so. mm-hmm. Have you, um, you're not going to watch The Last of Us, right? I, I have no plans to, no. Did you watch, uh, did you watch the Jack Ryan series on Amazon? Not the latest season. Okay. Otherwise, yes. All right. Watched the first two seasons, but I haven't watched the most recent one. There's a third one out already? It's supposed to be. If it's not out yet, it's supposed to be coming out. How was the second season? It's different than the first. Good, bad, different, just different. I think it just takes longer to start. That for sure, because I think I watched uh, maybe two or three episodes. Then was or maybe maybe two episodes. Sounds like yeah, I'm out on this. Yeah, but now I'm kind of like, should I watch it? It it picks up and like finishes well, Mm -hmm. but it definitely is a slower start. Okay, there's a lot more like backstory and drama for the first bit and then eventually they kind of get the band back together and they swing it goes into full swing and you go okay "Okay." the last of us i'm i'm indifferent to like i don't i don't have any feelings one way or the other towards it but i just am more curious now because literally everything i've seen and every everyone that's watched it early has been like oh it's great like my my meme is that i truly hate it at this point Mm mm-hmm I don't hate it, but I just have no desire to watch it. Yeah, which is understandable. It's just, I don't care anymore. It's that's the part where I'm just like, ah, yeah. I'm curious to see it based. I, I want to know. It's if, the same part where I, they're 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 doing an after show. Yeah, and I'm like, what yeah. are you? What? Man, I wonder what happens next. I want to know I wonder which one of the which version of the game I can play to find out. I want to know if they wrote it to. I, I want to know if if they wrote it in such a way to make it more like consumable for like people who don't I mean, play the games and probably you know. they probably wrote it closer to just like actually a TV show. Yeah, that's what I'm my guess about. is that it it plays probably it's just a good TV show that you would never need to actually reference that it was a video game. Yeah. But they're going to always reference that it was a video game and do the look how far we come. Yeah, and the other thing the I'm curious about should do. is if they've if they've made it somehow in such a way to where it would be interesting for people like us to watch, which um, which it would be I very have, difficult, and that's why I'm like incredibly mm. difficult because we literally know the story multiple times over now. So, and spoiler alert: I know season two already. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. So, I don't know. We'll see. Who could who could think that I would already know the future of that? Magic. Wonder what's gonna happen next. The twists and the turns. Magic. The only thing that would have been saving is if they were like, by the way, Emne Shyamalan is our director. Twist. He's got that new movie coming out with uh <laughs> Dave Batista. Episode two. All the characters are dead. <laughs> Everyone's dead. The last of us. And you're like That's not how it went. Now I'm invested. <laughs> all right, but well, that's it. That's all I got. I got nada. Perfect. In that case, we'll see you in seven days. Goodbye. Even on a budget, 
Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.